Welcome to One to Watch Wednesday, a feature for independent and emerging artists across Canada. My name is Sarah Scott, and thank you for listening. One to Watch Wednesday is sponsored by DRC Music. If you're an independent or emerging artist looking for a team of incredible industry professionals to build your career with, look no further than DRC Music. They have a true passion for growing your career and helping you thrive as an artist. They've expanded into a full-service agency. Amazing. Check them out today. This week, the featured guest is the super cool, super talented country artist out of central Alberta, Cole Malone. I'm pretty darn excited for this episode, so let's get right on into it. So first off, thank you so much for being a part of One to Watch Wednesday. Really, really appreciate it. Now, we're going to get to know you a bit more throughout the episode, of course, but let's give everyone a bit of a rundown of who you are and what you stand for in the music industry. Awesome. So yeah, I grew up in a small town in Ontario. It's called Perth, Ontario. I just gravitated towards music right from a very young age, probably a similar story you've heard you know, many times. And I, I fell in love with Nirvana. That's what started it, was I found Nirvana at a very young age, and I wanted to learn how to play guitar. And that's what I learned how to play guitar to was Nirvana. And as I kind of grew, I grew in rock and I did all that type of stuff. I made a move out West, I think in 2004. And I got entered into a country competition. Truth be told, I didn't know any country songs. <laughs> so so I, I learned Dust on the Bottle. That was one of my first ones. I ended up doing pretty well in that and kind of worked my way up through the competition circuit, I guess you would say. I, I guess started in 2015 is when I started releasing music. So for me, what I stand for is truth and honesty. And that's what I'm trying to get through out of my music is just to really use it as a, as a vessel, as a creative vessel to get a lot of the things out that I need to get out. Now, I've never actually heard you talk about Nirvana before. That's new to me. So what was it about yeah. Nirvana that you love so much? I think I've always had a bit of aggression and just naturally in me, right? Like I really connected to that. The way Kurt Cobain kind of came through with, you know, lyrically, it was, I didn't really understand it at the time. Looking back now, it's, it's a little more, I can see the depth in it but i think it's just the sound right the sound really got to me it was big but they were small it was a three-piece band to start off and it but it was big and i really really enjoyed that but that's something too i think when you hear kind of the new single you're going to hear that influence you're going to hear that big giant influence that i grew up cutting my teeth to music and part of my journey that i've been taking over the last you know, few years is to reconnect to my past reconnect to where i grew up and all those things and just use that to to be as open and honest as i can that's really really cool so transitioning into country music where you kind of listened <laughs> to it before that and how did you yeah. envelop your love for nirvana and rock music and grunge into your country sound my, like my mom and dad listened to country music growing up uh, you know garth brooks was somebody that, that my mom watched quite a bit and i remember i think it was like the 92 93 world tour or 93 94 in that range I, watching him perform like standing outside the fire i still get goosebumps <laughs> i still get goosebumps on that you know as as kind of the journey went as i developed into a songwriter and as a musician and, and another big thing was the change in my voice uh, i just naturally progressed into kind of more of a country sound and my writing style just really fit that but i still incorporate that heavier sound like the nirvanas and and like silver chairs creed anything you want to go back stained i played all of those songs all over the place i, I just kind of incorporate that now into one package type thing it's been an interesting journey it's it's kind of funny i was talking to an old friend of mine ryan we were talking about back in the day this is a crazy story when i first got a guitar i got it from sears 
think it was a sovereign, something like that. I'm sure somebody can correct me. I thought it was in tune when I put all the tuning heads in the same direction. <laughs> so I just, oh, they're all lined up, loud amp, and we just went. That's kind of how it started. It's come a long, long way to this uh, country sound that we have now. That's for sure. Oh, Sears guitars. One of a yeah. kind. <laughs> Right? I, I know. I think that guitar got turned into a clock in shop class. That's actually Pretty so sure. cool. That is so cool. I bet you it's around somewhere. I didn't write this. I actually found this when I was doing some research about you, but I really liked the way it sounded. It was kind of majestic, but they wrote the guy next door with a deep, rich voice and a love of country originally from small town, Ontario. Cole now roams the prairies of Alberta. So you moved out here quite a few years ago. What brought you to roaming in Alberta? I like that. Yeah. I forgot about that one. You know, I came out here after college and uh, my brother, Chris moved out here. I think when he was around 18 and I have family out here, my uncle lives out here, but I moved out here 2004 just right after college and just thought I would take a chance and it was four days after college I graduated I made up my mind I went home and said mom and dad I'm leaving and four days later I moved out west I don't know something just I had to go I don't know what it was and, and man I'm sure happy that I did I have an amazing family and amazing career and I've done things that I never thought my wildest dreams, learning how to play guitar that I'd ever get a chance to do, even to get a chance to talk to you, I wouldn't have this opportunity. I don't think if I if I didn't make that journey west, I think it was just meant to be. Well, we're super happy to have you here, of course. And oh, I always love you. chatting with you. We've done it a few times now. So what do you think one of your biggest accomplishments has been since you've moved out here? That is a great question. I'm going to say meeting my wife, Courtney, and our family. I think that has been something for me that has just been a journey that has made me a better man. And, and I'm very thankful for that. But I think other, other if I have more professional standards, man, I've done cool things. You know what? Working with some of the most amazing talent. I firmly believe this, that we have some of the best talent in the entire planet in Alberta surrounding and getting to work with people like that. I think that is an incredible accomplishment and, and I'm so proud to even get to occupy that space with them. <laughs> and that's one thing about One Man Army and the single, if we, you know, we'll get into some nitty on that, that man, I was humbled, a lot of talent in one place. So I, I would say just getting the opportunity to be on that type of level is something I just, it's unbelievable to me. Well, that's absolutely amazing. And congratulations on all of that. And you said Thank that you, you started releasing music back in 2014, 2015, and then yeah. you took a little bit of a break to start a family and grow your family. Yeah. And then in yeah. 2018, you took it by storm. Yeah. You got a new management team, multiple singles lined up, and you yeah. released the song Next to Me on April mm -hmm. 6th of 2018. We're going to play that song here in a couple of minutes, but tell us about that song and what it means to you. You know, that's a great story behind that song because when I write music, majority of the stuff I write, and if there's any songwriters listening to this, I hope you relate to it, is really dark. And it's all about somebody leaving and it's like really dark and depressing. And it was a beautiful Saturday morning. I was in my office writing and I think it was another dark, depressing song. I, I came out to the kitchen. My wife just looked at me. She's like, can you please write a song that is happy? Like just something happy, like not, not dark, not about a girl leaving, just happy. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to. Well, that's the song. <laughs> I went back into the office and I wrote next to me. And, and, and I don't know what this day is going to bring, but all I know is the sun shining is because it was a Saturday morning and the sun was shining on my desk. And that's, that's kind of how it started. So that song really was from writing a dark, dark song to my wife challenging me to write a happy song. That's what came out. So I have a wide 
range of writing styles. I don't like to just have one style. I like that happy, poppy energy stuff, as well as the dark, ominous kind of thing. So uh, next to me, I think was uh, a good balance of that. It is a very happy song and it gets stuck in your head really easily, which I think is amazing. And we are gonna yeah, play it you. right now on Studio B. I don't know what this day is gonna bring, but all I know is that the sun is shining. It's peeking through the curtains, hitting that pretty little thing. That's laying beside me and ain't no lie, she's a real thing. I gotta pinch myself and make sure this ain't a dream. I can't picture myself with any other woman, she's one of a kind. She's wanting to me and feels like I want the power of all Storm clouds brewing, little bit of rain. I'll walk right through it. I'm Superman when she's standing next to me. to watch Wednesday. Now, your first release was Half the Bottle. How yeah. do you feel like you have grown since your first release of Half the Bottle? <laughs> wow, what a question. That is a great question because I think I, I've been on a journey since that point in time. And this week could go for probably about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a songwriter, I think I have just a better fundamental understanding of what makes lyrically, sonically a good song. And I think Half the Bottle was my really first step into that. You know, sometimes when you write songs, you just write out words and you think it's great and it makes sense because it came into your head and somebody else listens to it and they go, I don't know what you're trying to do there. That was kind of the journey I think for songwriting and it really started almost magnifying my songs, right? Digging a little deeper, spending more time on them. But personally, oh boy, it's it's been... 
uh, a lot of growth since that point. I, I think, you know, physically, this is the best I've ever been mentally. I'm at the strongest, you know, I, I've, I've worked a long, hard path to get to the point I'm at now. You look by the simple approach of write music, sing your heart out and give 110% yeah. everything you do. So how do you keep yourself accountable or what keeps you accountable for always giving that 110% with your music, your stage performance and how you bring out music? You know, for me, I think the number one thing is I have a very strong internal voice that keeps me highly accountable to what I want to do. <laughs> and, and that's a blessing and a curse. And it's something that I've learned to, I'm learning to use to my advantage. I have very real expectations in my mind. I know exactly what I want to do and what I want to bring. And I will do what it takes to obtain that. It's through hard work. It's through dedication. You know, when I go on stage, I grew up, like to listen to Nirvana and all those bands, they gave everything. That's their outlet. And, and that's how I treat music. Music on stage, when the groove is right, that's one of the best places in the world. Man, I'm getting teary. I just, I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, it's, it's honestly, it's the best drug you could ever have. And that's, that's how I, I, and the more energy I give out and put out, the more people give it back and it just feeds back and forth. And, and to me, that is my happy place. Something else that I've kind of learned and really become to realize is if you come out, you know, you get out of yourself and you just realize, you know, for three to four minutes, you can take somebody out of all the crap they're dealing with. That you can take somebody away for three to four minutes at a time. And it doesn't matter if I wrote the song or somebody else wrote the song. It just gives people something. I think now more than ever, we need that. <laughs> so that's something else I feed off of is really that understanding and knowing that, that there's somebody out there that's just, you know, they're not worrying about that bill or they're not worrying about that problem. They're just listening to the tune. They're listening to grooving. They're loving it. They're, you know, whatever they want to do. That gives me a lot of energy and drive to put out some good music um, so I can keep doing that for people. Definitely. And your new song, which we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, it's one of those songs that I feel like is going to help people get through what we're going through a lot more. And it is so stinking good. I love this song Thank so you. much. I'm just going to fangirl about it for a second. But Thank you. We'll, we'll Appreciate play One Man Army and talk about it here in a second. But first, yeah. I want to ask you here, when you hear a song after it's all mixed and mastered and finished for the first time, what are the emotions going through you? And how does it feel to hear that finished product? This is great. It's something that I've listened to because there's actually two singles ready to go. I've been listening to both of these, song these songs back and forth. And the biggest thing to me is how it came out of my brain, the simple whatever it was. And you, you put it in the hands of people that have this amazing talent and skill. And then all of a sudden it becomes like one man army. This is a big song. It's exciting. It's also nerve wracking. It causes uh, some anxiety because this is me. I wrote this. This is my heart, my emotion coming out. But when you hear it and this song, when I crank it up in my truck, I just love it. Like that's what I wanted. It takes me away. That's sonic. It's just, it's everything I wanted. So again, it's almost like the perfect drug when it comes together. And I think these next two songs, One Man Army came together. It, like it, it's good. Oh, it's so exciting. Like it just, it's like Christmas. It's like, um, uh, you know, Christmas Eve. 
that's kind of where I'm at right now. Right. Like it's the just, anticipation of everything just oh, coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And, and all that, like I've been sitting on this, these, these songs since October, I've listened to them thousands of times. I've analyzed them and torn them apart and rebuilt them and, <laughs> and done them. So I just can't wait for people to hear it. We're super excited for that too. And another question here is when did you first realize that you were more than just a performer, but you were also a musical artist? Truthfully, probably college. In small town Perth, I didn't really know what was out there for music. If that, I don't know if that makes sense. Like I had my little place and we had that and I played in Ottawa a little bit and did that type of stuff. But in college, I got to play in a band as a guitarist. I think we were doing five o'clock special or something like that. And that's when I started to kind of notice that, hey, this is a little different for me compared to what I'm seeing everywhere else. Then when I came out and I I think it was the Cowboys competition where that uh, I was alluding to earlier. I just kind of went in there and sang it. And I, I think I got second out of 20, 30, 40 people. And I was like, okay, there's something here. And then as I developed it and kind of got discovered a little bit by people, that kind of grew, I think, to a point where, um, all right, I think I can do this. I think this is something that I can work, dedicate myself to, to be a songwriter, a musician. I'm really working on my guitar playing skills um, lately. That's kind of been my big focus. Vocally, I think my voice has grown substantially. Just that constant growth. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a progression, but these big little things in time that occurred that kind of made it all come together. So when you did take that little bit of a break, the reason why is you were taking care of yourself and you're yeah. very open and honest about your wellness and your mental health. And you said that right now you are in the best place in your life physically and mentally. So yeah, let's talk about that. How are you taking care of yourself? Absolutely. How did you take care of yourself? And do you have any words of advice for anyone maybe going through it right now? Absolutely. So it, it, you were kind of talking about it in 2018, things were going really good for me. Booked for Boots and Hearts main stage, playing with Kixon and, and Big Mike for Big Valley Jamboree, Canada Music Week, singles coming out, management team. And my health and mental and physical, I, I was battling heart issues, heart palpitation issues. Uh, my heart will randomly go into AFib, out of AFib. And all that came crashing down in July of 2018. That was a rude awakening. And there's two ways that could go. And I decided to, uh, you know what, I'm going to take control. And I think that was the first step to go, you know what, I, enough. I'm done feeling like this. And once I gained that control, it was a slow build back up. It was researching, reading, asking questions. Why? Why am I like this right now? Why am I angry? Why am I feeling this? And then as it grew a little bit more, I started working with a naturopath, really started to focus back on kind of my nutrition and getting my stress and anxiety uh, to calm down because that was one of the issues I would get so stressed out and, and my anxiety would get so high my heart would legitimately go into AFib. My wife, I woke up one time, my wife was giving me CPR. Once I worked with a naturopath, I started moving into psychology and uh, psychology was a big game changer for me. I started to get some, maybe some uh, answers to why and I'm still to this day, I had a psychology appointment today. I try to do it as often as I can. The biggest change of all, was when I started going to a personal trainer and really focused on my physical health. That has taken me now to another level. It has given me confidence. I feel stronger. I know now with that mental fog, I call that's that, that's uh, depression. It's like a mental, really dark mental depression for me. I can fight it. I can, and it's just little steps over time, but I built myself up and tried to focus on all these little areas. I'm telling you, like I just deadlifted 245 pounds last night. That's the most I've ever done. It, it's uh, so much help from my wife. 
And, you know, even my boys, they're supportive of me and my personal trainer, they're amazing. It's, it's like a team I built around me. And this is the best Cole Malone I've ever been. I feel great. I feel strong. My voice is really strong. Everything is feeling good. Now, I'm not perfect. I still have good days and bad days. But that self-care, knowing that it's okay to cry, knowing that it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to have a Saturday where you just leave your pants on and you just do whatever you want. You got to take care of your mental and physical health. And when you do that, things just start to be a little bit more positive. That is amazing. And we're so happy you're at where you're at right now. And thank, thank you. you for sharing that and being so open yeah, about it. I think it's absolutely. wonderful when other people can hear about other people's stories and it helps lift people yeah. up. So this, yeah. this new song, One Man Army, I feel like this now really suits you because it's such yeah. an anthemic, powerful song about being that one man army and just pushing through and getting through it. So we're going to play that song here in a couple of minutes, but tell us what the yeah. song means to you. We've been pumping it up over the last few minutes. <laughs> let's really get into it now. <laughs> yes, I am so excited. You know, the thing about One Man Army is this song has kind of grown in meaning over time for me. That's the wonderful thing about this song. One Man Army found me. I didn't write One Man Army. One Man Army found me. Like I wrote it, but it came at a time when I needed it. It was the key that unlocked all of this. That was the beginning. It was enough. I'm done with your lies. I'm done with all that. And you'll hear that lyric. But I didn't realize that at the time because I wrote that in and around the same time when things were going sideways for me. Like, but One Man Army is the key. It unlocked that for me. It unlocked that power, that don't give up. You got this no matter what. I don't care if it's a you know, spouse cheating, mental health, whatever it is. This song is, is, is just power. It's about not giving up. You can do it. That's what One Man Army is to me. And, and, and when I hear it, I get that power. I feel that moment again. I feel that power coming back. I hope people get that from it as well. Well, here it is. Here is One Man Army by Cole Malone on One to Watch Wednesday. Here comes the human now. Can you feel me shake the ground? Cause I've heard enough excuses. Let's find out what the truth is. Get on my feet. Take to the streets. I'm knocking at your door. Not gonna take all these lies no more. Never said your soul. You were gone in Like a one man army in a blaze of glory. Rewrite our story, fire those words, pulls out me. But I keep marching like a one man army. Like a one man army. Have a thought we'd settle down, place our roots in stable ground. There's another I didn't see coming to the front line when you went running. I could war a battle cry, tooth for tooth, knife for knife. You can lie in the bed you made, time to stand up, wave that white flag. Get on my feet, I'll take to the streets. I'm knocking at your door, not gonna take all these lies no more. Never said your soul. You were gone and phony, fire those words, bullseye on me, but I keep marching like a one-man army, in a blaze of glory, rewrite our story, fire those words, bullseye on me, but I keep marching like a one-man army. 
There is One Man Army by Cole Malone on One to Watch Wednesday. Big thanks to Cole Malone for joining One to Watch Wednesday this week. You can check him out on all streaming and social media platforms for his music and all the details about him and to follow along on his musical journey. For more things Studio B and One to Watch Wednesday, head on over to all our social media accounts. And for the top five songs you need to listen to this week, you can also go to those places as well for the links. Big thanks going out to our partners, DRC Music. If you're an artist, a nudie management or agency representation or any music services, think of DRC Music first. They have a person for that. I know they'll offer you the best professional services and support because I've seen it. If you're ready to work with exceptional exceptional people and get an exceptional experience, go to DRC Music's social media today or send them an email. My name is Sarah Scott. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.